Welcome to the Pro Mobile Podcast. I'm Eddie Short, Pro Mobile's editor and podcast host. So the podcast's back this month following a few months of unplanned sabbatical. Unfortunately, a couple of interviews fell through and then time simply got the better of me. However, rest assured, the podcast is now back and will return to its previous monthly schedule going forward. I've managed to get ahead of myself by pre-recording a series of interviews, so there should be nothing to prevent regular new shows for the foreseeable future. To kick things off, this month I have a fantastic guest. Ryan Berger is the DJ, publisher and entrepreneur behind Mobile Beat. In this whirlwind interview that I recorded with Ryan in Las Vegas on the last day of this year's show, Ryan gives a glimpse behind the scenes at Mobile Beat and also tells the interesting story of his unique career in the DJ industry. My guest for this edition of the Pro Mobile Podcast is Ryan Berger. Listeners who don't know who Ryan is are sure to know about the brands that he runs. Ryan is the publisher of Mobile Beat magazine and the Mobile Beat Las Vegas trade shows, which I'm sure people all know about. We would be a cousin to yourself Mm -hmm. over in the US. Basically the same kind of vibe. Ryan, thanks very much for sharing some, uh, spending some time with me. Ryan has literally just wrapped up his 21st or the 21st Mobile Beat Las Vegas convention, which was absolutely fantastic, and has kindly agreed to spend a bit of time with me. We're going to go right back, though, Ryan, to how you very first got into the business as a DJ, I'm guessing, first. Got to give credit to my high school radio teacher, Ms. Lil McDonald who I'll have to send a link to this. She'll enjoy hearing this. <laughs> Reconnect with her a couple of years ago, but go, to go back to the story, high school radio station, 10 watts of power, which is about a three-mile radius in FM in the U.S. Um, high school radio station got involved in it. Me and a friend who also was on the air there, David Curtis, kind of both came out of our shells. We were the little geeky, nerdy kids playing on computers. <laughs> we took to the radio thing. The two local, high, two local junior highs that fed into our high school where the radio station was, um, wanted DJs to do their school dances. So we're two years out of these schools. We're back there doing the dances. We start adding to that, adding to it, doing eventually getting up doing weddings and school dances on a regular basis. David steps out um, in about 91, and I start taking it crazy. So we're back in 86, we're starting this. 91, he steps out, he transfers to a different college, and I run with it. Whereabouts did you grow up, Ryan? I grew up in West Des Moines, Iowa. Now live in Grimes, which is another suburb of Des Moines. Des Moines about a two hundred fifty thousand person town. Um, Iowa being um, four or five hours from Chicago. So look at a map, go out a little bit to the left or to the west, and you'll find Iowa. And so, what happened after college? Did you keep on with the DJing? After college, kept up with the DJing. Went into multiple systems. Got up to four rigs, borderline five. Um, realized. Being a computer geek and a DJ kind of collided themselves in 1995 when I created ProDJ.com, which yes. was North America's first website for mobile DJs, chat boards, education, all that kind of stuff. Did you have a, have a, a day job or, or were you full-time? I went full-time about four years after college, after doing some computer tech work. Um, I went full-time with ProDJ. The DJ service there because we were heck we were known as the 150 dollars dj service for the college and school dances at least at the beginning so there wasn't a lot of money in there for us we were doing fantastic 
and grew it. When I created BuddyJ.com, I was able to go full-time after attending a couple of the Mobile Beat shows, which I've been to every single one of them before I owned it, after I was able to grow that business up high enough that I could really rock and roll with it. Fast forward up to 2005. I hear that friends of mine at Mobile Beat, the owners of LA Communications out of Rochester, New York, are interested in selling the business. That was 2005 you heard about it. 2005 I heard about it. Literally on a cruise, which we'll talk more about the cruise thing at the end. Yeah. Literally on a cruise, I hear about it from Mike Bonacorso. We start negotiating. And we, so the original founders of Mobile Beat, we should uh, credit yes. them, are Mike Bonacorso and, and Robert Lindquist. Robert Lindquist had started in 1991. So I'm running parallel with, with them once I start up in 95, being the webby new media version of things. And they were the, the magazine. They were the, the magazine and the trade show that had kicked up in 97, 98 neighborhood. And come up to 2006, they're interested in moving out of it. Mike's interested in staying involved to a degree. Bob really wanted his out clause. He went on to do some other cool stuff. Mike stays on with me until almost now. But then we get a hold of Mobile Beat. We keep on pushing the magazine like what you guys do with stuff. So which year did you actually take over Mobile We Beat? took over the, the next April 1st, April Fool's Day <laughs> of 2006 and start rolling with it. We decide that... We don't want to mess with too many things right at the start. We do some neat stuff. We start bringing some artists. We, we raise the bar a little bit more with the trade show. Slowly, slowly, slowly. We keep on rolling with it. We get to about three or four years ago, and co- competitive issues made us raise the bar even more. Won't go into that, but competitive issues, we'll call it. Um, now we put together all the stuff that goes with that. We put together a fully produced conference that's just freaking amazing. There's no better way to say it. And so basically it's, you've done three years now, just finished the third one today in the kind of the new format. The, call it 3.0 version, the new, the new version of it in a production style format. Previous to that, Yes, there are some nice glitz and glare and theme music as someone was coming up, a little bit of lights, but it could have been a, a, a an accountant's convention or the local <laughs> embalmer's convention or something like that. What we did was bring a production-level show to all the seminar content, all the nighttime events, bring out major artists. We had Red Foo last year from LMFAO. Fantastic show. And we just kept on rolling and adding more stuff to it. We've had all these retro artists. We've had current artists. We had Paul Oakenfold this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was absolutely amazing. And, and then just to put a little point in the thing, exactly 10 years after I bought Mobile Beat, I sold my local DJ company. Oh, really? I didn't know I don't that. own a DJ company anymore. So April 1st of last year, Jake Feldman, who has been my Jedi Padawan learner, whatever you want to call it, for the last 12, 15 years, bought me out of the DJ company. Right. Okay. So his company, BCP Live, as it's been rebranded, is the one that's done all this amazing stuff that's there. I put the budget and the and the stuff with it and pay the bills and all the stuff with it. But he's the one that took it to such the amazing level it is. And he's also taken the local DJ company to such an amazing level. Under his regime over the last couple of years, he's doubled the size of that. I mean, it's just everything's coming together fantastic. God is blessing me with, with things to work with. And I guess he thinks I'm doing good because he keeps on giving me more to work with. Fantastic. And so I think we'll probably scroll back a little bit to go into a few details. But since you're talking about the future, what's next? What's next for us? Yeah, let's definitely cover some of the other stuff with things. It's there on your shirt. Oh, yes. Oh, that's what (laughs) we want to talk about. Next thing for us, to back up on that, even before Mobile Beat, we had created a thing thing called the DJ Cruise. It's a bunch of DJs on a carnival cruise ship having a blast together and having seminars, educational content, that kind of stuff. I then got, you know, so that's 10 years ago before we had Mobile Beat in our hands. 
Now we have Mobile Beat in our hands. Now we're bringing back the whole thing as the Mobile Beat cruise. We expect there to be 100, maybe 200, maybe 300 if this goes crazy. The Carnival people are thrilled with us right now. I had them here this week, and they're thrilled with rolling with that stuff. So our next big thing coming up this November is a cruise through the Caribbean, so just south of Florida, Central America neighborhood, and having fun, a bunch of DJs all over the ship. So how long is the cruise for? Cruise is five days, November 25th through... I forgot December or November 30th or whatever it is. A Saturday of our Thanksgiving celebration that's on Thursday. That Saturday of that weekend all the way through the next Thursday where we're, we're just going to have a blast together. It's a bit of a networking kind of environment. There'll be some education as well, will there? There'll be education when we're at sea. If you've been on a cruise ship before, you know that they, they leave from a port. They usually spend a day or so getting to the first place. Yes. We have education then. We have parties and stuff other times. We, we go to the second port. We have a little bit of fun there together. On the last day of full day, more seminars, more more educational stuff. So it's a good mix of the learning, but also some time to spend having fun with other DJs. Yeah, I mean, th- that's what Vegas, the Vegas conference is about to a large degree. Of course. Yes. And this time we're flipped because the Vegas conference, I'd call it 70, 80% about the conference. And 20% about it's in Vegas, baby, and have some fun. Flip it the other way around for what the cruise is. Yes, you're going to be having fun with other friends or DJs, but it's going to be 80% fun, 20% learning. And even when you're having fun, you're going to be learning because we're going to have our own parties. We're going to have our own events. You're going to trade ideas with other people. As you know, DJs, we're DJs. We like to talk. We like to network. We like to learn from each other. And we're going to have a ton of that. Fantastic. Where does it leave from, Ryan? It leaves from Miami. And um, bounces around the Caribbean for two days, then comes back on a Thursday. It's great, and check it out at Mobile Beat Cruise for everything that's there. We'd love to have some some of your North American listeners come, and of course, we'd love to have a couple of you guys from the UK make it down to us too. Good tax deductible. Yes, uh, it is. I think it'll <laughs> be more expensive for you guys to get there than actually on the ship. It's four hundred fifty dollars. And that $450, that includes your room on the ship, does room it? Room on the ship, entertainment, food, everything, but pretty much alcohol. Wow. And so it's under $100 a day, and you get to reach international ports, and it's an absolute blast. Cruising is a great way. I don't know what it's like up in in Europe, but it's an amazing way to see international lands here in North America. And so $450 gets you the cruise and gets you the cruise everything so people spend maybe another couple hundred dollars on other fun stuff you know at the excursions so i mean literally not including airfare twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars for a couple by the time you pull off the whole thing and you're soaking in the networking absolutely soaking it in you're obviously very excited about that (laughs) i haven't gone on a cruise for a while with the family i've got five kids okay the top three will all be in college at the time, so the bottom two get to go with us. <laughs> and some of them were kind of upset. It's like, you've got school. I'm sorry. You've got school. School is number one. I want you to take care of that. We'll take you out on another vacation some other time. Maybe I'll come your direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the response been to the cruise? Because that was released. Uh, you announced it just prior to We just know, We've been working on it for about six months, but we took it big in public just in the last couple of weeks. And a great, a great response to it. It's not for everybody, but I think we're going to end up in a really big crowd. The people at Carnival are thrilled with us. We brought out the head of entertainment for all the Carnival. He wants to run interviews on the cruise for DJs that want to do a do a destination, you know, events and work for them and stuff. They want to do stuff with us next year in Vegas. So I mean, any of you that are listening that are more on the 
on the entertainment side than even more the business side of things. That's one thing we're going to be able to offer next year's show is direct interviews with the head of entertainment for Carnival. So if you guys want to come over and spend six months going through international ports or even three months, there'll be some neat opportunities there. Let's talk a little bit about the Mobile Vegas show because mm-hmm. a lot of the people listening to this will have, I'm sure, heard about it. We've covered it in the magazine. Mm-hmm. But without having never been, it's very difficult to explain to people what it involves. Well, yeah, but people have told me that, oh, I, I watched it on social media. I got the whole vibe of it. It's like, yeah, that's like comparing watching a music video to going to a concert. You yes. can't experience it secondhand. You really so, can't. So what does it involve? What? Uh, we're talking paint, paint probably um, 40,000, 50,000 square feet of exhibits. We're talking seminars in a big room with 1,000, 1,500 people watching at one time. Everything from the top industry people like what you brought out, um, out the, your direction of the Randy Bartlett's and the Mark Farrell's and all those kinds of guys within and outside of the industry. Uh, workshops on how to mix. I mean, there's some guys out there that are just pure A, B, plus play, go. There, but there's lessons being done by Blend uh, DJ Academy here in Vegas that are teaching people how to really use all the extra buttons on those wonderful controllers, how to add style to it without having to be totally geeked out, geeked out on it. Um, and then it, then it comes down to some of the entertainment that we have at night. The entertainment, the parties are fantastic. There's the PV DJ Takeover, where we have a dozen different DJs each doing shifts, and it's more of a more of a nightclub-y party scene to our big concert last night with Paul Oakenfold. Uh, and we had a couple surprise guests pop out. Montel George from This Is How We Do It, kind of a vibe. Remember him from the mid-'90s? And from the early-'90s, CNC Music Factories, uh, Freedom Williams, popped out and sung a couple songs. Some people say that was even better than, than the headliner. They had an absolute <laughs> blast. It was a cool party scene. Um, and then we do basically a mix where you get to meet people and trade ideas. A good way of explaining this is it's a family reunion every year. There's a lot of people that go every single year or go two or three years or every third year or something like that, and they get to learn and refresh themselves on the business. A friend of mine from Cincinnati, Ohio, Jean, is going through some other stuff in her life health-wise, and she, and she found out some, some negative stuff uh, recently, but she told her doctor, no, I'm not going to start the, the, the treatment on Wednesday. I'll start on the following Monday. I need to get to Vegas. It's part of what drives her. Yes. And I cried with her a little bit and sat and talked. And I said, I'm thrilled you're here. Is there anything else you can do? Now you go back on Monday and hopefully everything could be healed. Yes. But it was it was the world to her to come out to here. And that's about year. those relationships, the people that she's met oh, over fantastic. the years. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like yourself, being very approachable, we'll talk with people in email and everything like that all the time in Facebook conversations. But I prefer a person. Yeah. I've got such a good team behind me, led by Jake, the guy that bought out the, the, the company from me, that does all the work behind me, that allows me the time so that, yes, I'm having to make some decisions and do some quick things. They do all the work around me so I can sit and talk with anybody. I mean, it may be five minutes. It may be an hour. Maybe however we're doing this. I mean, I thoroughly enjoy trading ideas with people. Even though I don't own a DJ company anymore, I still work for that company. I still do stuff. And I'll still do a couple gigs a year. I, I do not. I do not want to lose that connection. Yeah, they're gonna be very selective. They'll be for friends of friends, which you know, um, that I want to have some connection with. But I love the industry we're in. I love my family. I want to spend more time with them. I want to make money at business. 
I want to enjoy life as much as I can. And so your focus now is purely on mobile beats. Purely on mobile beats. Jake is running with the DJ business. Yeah, and 75-80% of what I do with mobile beat is tied around this week of the show. Yes. yes, we still have the digital publication, which you guys can download very easily off of mobile.com or in our app. It's a totally free thing because it is digital and that's what's kind of expected. And yes, all you listeners can learn a lot off of it wherever you're based out of. But it's really all about this show. That's what it all leads to. Um if, if any of you have heard of a guy named Dave Ramsey, he's very big here in North America on financial peace and business kind of stuff. He talks about a funnel effect. You have chat boards, you have Facebook, you have um, all kinds of different things that are free out there that you can learn and grow your business off of. The next step is subscribing to a magazine like what you guys are doing or like what we used to do. And that costs you a couple dollars. Buying a couple books might cost you a couple dollars. The next big step up in that funnel again, of offerings, is coming to a show like what we do or similar like what you guys have going on out there. It's doing a lot more and growing your business and intense. You're going to come back from an event like this or any of these with 500 different ideas in your head. What I was telling people earlier today is write down what the first couple ones you're going to do because your your head's going to be spinning after you leave one of these things. This year, uh, the whole conference was tied together by a guy called Todd Mitchum who is an ex-DJ who has then gone on to do, become, he was a, pub, a professional speaker for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and you brought him in to host the whole conference and put it all together, which I thought worked really well this year. He worked as kind of the, the MC of the show. If you want to go back to early television, would be considered Ed Sullivan or whatever the equivalent of was overseas with you guys, and that it was a variety show and he tied it all together. Some people were complaining that we actually didn't give him enough time to go out for a bathroom break. Because <laughs> in between a seminar, he would transition and show you skills of how you can do this kind of stuff and then move into the next seminar. So it was just a flow for four hours straight. And it was fantastic. And we already announced up on stage we're bringing him back next year. Which I think is a great idea. He's, 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 he's a character. And he knows his skills, and he's growing off of you guys. He learns while he's doing the stuff also. So from my involvement with BPM and our Pro Mobile Conference, I kind of know the answer to the, this question. But for our listeners, how does the planning come together? Where, when do you start planning for Mobile Beat 22? Well, I have a contract here with the Tropicana for a couple more years. So we're back here next so year. So we're back here, I think, at least three, four, three more years. I have no reason to even look at anybody else. And I'm meeting with them tomorrow morning before I leave here to go through some very basic details, some refinements, some tweaks. Some, I need this room this way instead and this kind of stuff. Can you do this? Get back to me. I will take, I will take a lot of notes on the way home. I'll, do, I'll get stuff down on things, and I'll start tweaking out a couple of little directions. But then I will sit for a couple weeks and I enjoy time. I get some extra family time in. I get some extra relaxation. But we kick back into mode in mid-April and start all up again. We start taking proposals for presenters. We start talking to exhibitors about where they want to promote themselves. And we work on the hotel stuff. We work on everything pretty quickly while still putting out the digital publication. So it's crazy. Keeps you busy. Yes, it does. But I really enjoy it. Mobile Beats is a small company. So like what you guys experience with stuff, with, with, your, with your DJ services, it's, you know, if one person's gone, the train doesn't go forward as fast. I mean, there's only three or four of us that are regularly involved in the stuff. During the during the core portion of the convention, our staff still swells to 20 or 30 people because you need to, to get things, and there's just a ton of coordination. And Jake and everybody else involved do a fantastic job at it. They let me relax a little bit and be a little bit of a personality. And enjoy the, the I fruits. I do enjoy it tremendously. Yeah. 
Is there anything else that you can say about next year? I know it's early days. You, you've already said that Todd's uh, come first. Yeah, I mean, it's March March 12th through the 15th here at the Tropicana. MobyLasVegas.com. I'll update the website with, with more details soon. But everything's going to kind of sit until I can get a little bit more on it. We're already working on artist possibilities. Uh, we've created some great friendships with a couple of people, including Mr. Oakenfold. Um, and we're going to work on some other stuff and more. More of everything because the show is growing. It grew 25% the last two years. I think it'll grow about 15 or 20% this year. And we're going up the next one. I just got to find a way to get even more people out here. I'm very proud of the product I have. As you should be. what we offer. And I don't know why when a DJ comes here once or twice, they don't come every single year. Just like you are with your disc jockey company. Um, your, your skills are fantastic. People love you. And you're amazed that you're not filled five times a, a night. I'm very proud of it, and especially anybody that's, if you're traveling from overseas and you have a little bit more of a financial commitment to get there, to get to the show, get a hold of me. If 50 bucks or $75 would turn it for you with getting you to the show for the first time, I'll cut you a deal. I want you to see my product, my service for the first time, and then you'll see the, the, how much value we pour in it. Definitely. Let's just quickly walk through what the show involves. Because mm-hmm. that's changed as well, um, certainly over the years that I've been coming over to your show. So it now kicks off really on the Sunday evening of the yes. week. We'll have a networking event, pick up your badges. Yeah. And then most people go out and hit, hit Vegas. Vegas is Vegas. You can't replicate Vegas anywhere else. You truly can't. You enjoy and it. The location of the hotel, the Tropicana, which this we've just had your second show here, mm-hmm. is a great location. You are right in the heart of the Strip. You walk out the front door of this hotel. The MGM Grand is there. The New York, New, New York, York is, is there. there. It is what you picture. It is part of the skyline of what you see, and it's right next to the airport. I mean, you're you're right here. You're in the thick of everything that's there. Where we were at previously was the other end of the Strip, which was okay, but this is the thick of everything. Tropicana is a fantastic hotel. It takes care of us tremendously well. Um, and, yeah, that's why we don't schedule something for absolutely every night or eat up every night because you got to go see this town. Definitely, and no that's part, really part of the draw of mm-hmm. the show. And so most people come in on the Sunday, particularly people coming from overseas. Yeah, or, or if you're a West Coast-based person coming on Monday morning, things kick up noon, 1 o'clock neighborhood. We'll be tweaking the schedule, but in that ballpark. Seminars, workshops, that kind of stuff. Inspirational, business, performance, being microphone skills and performance, meaning controller technology and stuff like that. All day long on Monday. We're looking at doing some funkier stuff on Monday night with the DJ takeover that we've done in the past with PV and other things. Um, average person doesn't get a lot of sleep while they're here. <laughs> but you can be done with official events and really soak in the day and only be going from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. What uh, you do outside of that, yes. the, that time. You can fill that time very easily. <laughs> yes. So let's turn over to Tuesday, more seminars in the morning, some exhibits open up, some demo rooms with all the major speaker manufacturers which most of these brands are brands that are internationally presenced that you're going to find everywhere. Uh, so you'll be able to buy it in your local store near you, or you can order it. Um, big party Tuesday night. That's usually our signature party. That's where Mr. Oakenfold was here in, in LMFAO last year. More stuff going on. Wednesday, seminars, exhibits. Wednesday night, we don't do any. We don't schedule anything on purpose. And so on the Wednesday and the third, sorry, on the Tuesday and the Wednesday, yes. Seminars in the morning, exhibits in the afternoon. Yes. Is generally the form. And the exhibits, to give you an idea, smaller than, than BPM, 
but more concentrated to the mobile jock than the widespreadness of what BPM has become. So if you've been to BPM, you'll be able to picture the vibe of it, but think, think a little bit smaller, but think only in the mobile arena. Yes. So you've got a bunch of demo rooms and all that kind of stuff. You're going to be able to talk with the primaries from these, from these companies. You'll be able to talk with, um, for instance, Chris Roman from Newmark. Okay, This guy has been with Newmark since pretty much the beginning of the, of the Newmark brand. You can sit and literally talk to him and say, these this little tweak would be kind of cool if you did this or you did that. And they listen. These people are fantastic. Alfred um, Gonzalez from American DJ. Great yeah. guy. You can just sit and talk with them about stuff. And they have the voice to get back to the developers and do something with it. If they can see that a tweak is going to make a difference, the next version of that light or that whatever, the chances are going to have it. So you enjoy all Wednesday, ton of exhibits. People buy a lot of stuff here and ship it home or take it back if they're, if they're local on things. But a lot of it is getting to know what, what the manufacturer is all about and finding a brands that you trust and that you want to consider more. Thursday, seminars, lots of inspirational speaking, and you're up to where we are in today's day. We just left Todd Mitchum wrapping up and wowing the whole crowd. And so that was really um, something Todd, as you've already said, hosted the whole show all the way through and was very um, involved. He was Animated. Putting, he was jumping. He, oh, he has too much energy. He was putting so much energy into the whole show, introducing the speakers, but also adding in his ideas and his um, little... He was bringing people up on stage and, and almost workshopping with them. He's, 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 been, he's been inside the industry. He's been outside the industry. He's seen it from, from the inside perspective and the outside critical eye. And that kind of vibe made people rethink things, disrupt your mind, think a little bit different way, think outside the box. We don't just need to be pressing play every five minutes and hitting the crossfader and introducing the bride and groom and on the dance floor, time to do the dollar dance. We need to add creativity to it. And he's opening people's minds. And having done that and put so much energy into the whole week, he then wrapped the whole show with his own keynote and mm-hmm. presented an hour plus seminar, mm-hmm. which was a fantastic end to the... It was neat. And then um, we had staff from SCE shooting video all week. We saw like a five-minute recap. Oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll make sure to send put a link in the podcast to this recap. Yeah. It's, you want to it, see what the show was about, that was it. It gives a really good flavor of the week in, in those few minutes. And it's so impressive that your guys managed to film the whole show and then edit it up to show on the last day. They, the they literally showed footage from the beginning of Todd's presentation right at the end <laughs> of the video played five minutes after Todd left the stage. <laughs> Really the guys at SCE, um, Jeff Scott Gould, that works for Jason Jenai, uh, did that. That was one of his biggest responsibilities. And that video is what will hopefully, along with our conversation here, get even more people to the show next year. Definitely. You may mentioned Jason Jenai there. So he's a DJ who actually serves as the, sh- the he, conference He's DJ. probably got the toughest job in the place. I personally, I was on stage, and I think I had the microphone for about a minute. Two 30-second instances. This guy has to be the DJ's DJ. And I'm sure there's other people saying, oh, I could do it better than him. Realistically, though, in front of 1,000 to 1,500 of your peers, would you want to be DJing? The DJ. <laughs> that's got a, that's, that takes a lot of skill set. And he was playing music between presenters when there were small gaps, but he was also playing intro music for people and just had music there when it was needed. Bang, it was there. You need to be ready on the improv. We had, a, we had an instance where our wireless microphones went out for, for uh, what, a minute or so. And Todd jumped up, did stuff vocally. They did stuff. I mean, you got to be ready for anything. That's just what we experience in this industry. The bride decides she wanted to go to the bathroom as right as you're about to introduce her. Well, 
You need to do or something do different. Yeah. yeah. And they, they demonstrated that and skills with producing this show in a live environment that everybody got to see. Mm-hmm. And the production really was just up there this year, which was fantastic. Great to see. Just rewinding a little bit, Ryan, you have published and still do publish books as well, don't you? We we, we stock them over in the UK. Yes. Um, where did that fit in the timeline? Did that I believe that came sort of before Mobile Beat. Some of it came before Mobile Beat. I actually acquired the rights of Spinning 2000, which was the first book in North America for mobile DJs. It came out before the magazine. I acquired the rights to that. Wrote one myself. Wrote a book myself called "Turning Music into Gold," which is out of print. We might bring something back a little bit, um, and then started doing other ones with, with the way digital presses were 15 years ago. You could print a thousand books affordably, and you could market it. Nowadays, you've got the Adobe Creates or not Adobe, um, Amazon Create Space, all kinds of stuff, and get things out there. We're looking for more avenues to spread education. Some people want to read it in a printed magazine. Some people want to read it in a digital magazine, a PDF. Some people want to attend a show. We want to provide education in every area, and there's a ton of knowledge out there that needs to be spread around. So while we haven't done any new books in the last year, I've got a couple ideas on things, and I just got to find the right person to write it. Okay. Is there anything, Ryan, that you think that we've not spoken about? Because I know there's just so much going on in your world. <laughs> I wouldn't want to, to miss anything. Um... Just me thanking my family for everything they've done for me. I have a great support team behind me, business-wise and personally, and I, I love it. Uh, Lord Jesus takes care of me. I'm, I'm, a th- I'm, I'm a blessed man, there's no doubt about it. Your wife, Becky's here with you yes. as a show. I'm, I chatted with her as soon as I arrived because she was giving out the, uh, the badges to the delegates mm-hmm. and was joking that she told her colleagues at work that uh, you were taking her to Vegas, but she had to work. Yeah, we came to Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show back in January, but even during that I had to work a little bit because I, I, I come to Vegas a couple times a year to plan this event. There's also other conferences. I've seen you here in Vegas for other stuff. There's other reasons to be, be here for because it's the trade show capital of the entire world. Yeah, There's a lighting show that's here. There's a photo booth show that's here. There's a bunch of different stuff in the industry. And for, for us in Iowa, it's a three-and-a-half-hour, 300-hour flight. It's very easy to get here. So for you guys, what, about a thousand hour flight on sometimes on average? Yeah. Yeah, okay. depending on it's what a significant commitment to you, but it's 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 something that will change your life business wise and possibly personally. So it's something to consider. There's no there's no doubt about it. Um oh I ask look up look up mobilebeatlasvegas.com when you have a chance, look up mobilebeat.com, check us out. If you want to reach me directly, um email RB, my initials RB at mobilebeat.com. I may take a day or two to get back to you, especially if, if, if I'm, you know, disappeared off, but I, I will respond. I'll talk with anybody. I learn from everybody I talk to. And your business is still based in uh, Grimes, Iowa. Little Grimes, Iowa, 10,000 person town right outside right out of Des Moines. <laughs> I love the little town I live in. There's no doubt. Thanks, Ryan. So everybody who comes on this podcast, I have a, a collection of little quick fire questions that I like to ask. Sure. So uh, let's see how we get on with those. There's one thing that we all share as DJs is a love for music. Is there a band or an artist, new or old, that you love that maybe our listeners might not have come across yet? One I know you guys all know, Michael Jackson. My favorite song by him is Man in the Mirror. Listen to the words of that song, first of all. And of an artist you may not have listened to that much, a guy named Michael W. Smith. He is a Christian artist, but he's put some good other music. And again, listen to the words that are in it. Um, personally... I listen to music as part of my job. 
I listen to talk radio the most <laughs> outside this because I'm so ingrained in the music. If I hear for the freaking celebration of YMCA one more time. <laughs> so, th- I mean, th- that's that's it with me. I mean, check out the words to it, um, words to your music. Pay attention to what you're playing and listen to more than just the words, more than just the beat to listen to the words. So Michael W. Smith. Michael W. Smith is yes. the one to look out for. And so sticking on that theme of music, you say that here's Celebration, YMCA one more time. When you do DJ, and I know you don't DJ as very often anymore, but you do still do those few events. When you do DJ, have you got a song that you find works as a, as a floor filler that maybe isn't an obvious choice? I tried this song with the three or four weddings I do a year tried this song last year and i've used it at every the other two weddings i've done since then yeah two tickets to paradise by eddie money okay yes groom asked for it we kicked it it went over fantastic i don't know how if have you heard of the song before i haven't no okay it may maybe it never reached over there but just check it out if your crowd knows the song all you guys in the u.s that are listening so i'm sure you've got listeners over here too yeah try it near the end of the night it's one of those songs to play about the time you would play billy joel uh, piano man, the wrap it up, swing your beer across the air kind of music. Sing along, arms and it roller coasters up and down with with its pace. So it's a neat song to try out, but make sure it works with your audience before you throw a curveball out of the So just say that again, Ryan. What was the two tickets to Paradise by Eddie Money? Okay, I'll certainly look that up. It's a fun song. So the other thing that uh, most DJs have in common is a love of their gear. Mm-hmm. it's part of what the conference out here is about so is there one piece of technology that you personally couldn't live without on gig technology either on gig or in I live off my iPhone just plain and simple I live off my iPhone when I'm doing gigs the few I do if I'm doing a school dance I'm a fill-in DJ or something like that for one of my other guys I need to look up what the heck some of these songs are <laughs> okay so I go off the DJ intelligence charts the mobile beat charts like I saw off my phone or if someone asks me to play a song I haven't heard of before and I'm at a venue that I've got to watch my lyrics because of distasteful words in them or something, yes. I'm literally looking up under song lyrics and checking, scan the song. Okay, there's no F-bombs. That kind of a thing. So iPhone, iPad, something like that with cellular connectivity. So you're not depending on getting Wi-Fi. you just you got to have internet access for anything you do because if you throw something off in the mix and you lose your dance floor, you play some of the bride that has, you know, and grandma freaks out because they said whatever in a song, you're in some trouble. Yeah, so the, the iPhone yep. is, is the thing for you. It. Okay. From all of your involvement in running a multi-op DJ company, all of the articles you must read putting together Mobile Beat, what would your one piece of advice be for a new mobile DJ? Learn from absolutely everybody. I learned from this show. I've got 30 plus years, 31 years now in the industry. I learned stuff from people that were here that, yeah, I started my DJ service two years ago. You can learn something from anybody. They have a different perspective, maybe in a different market, a different country, different state or whatever from you. But anything that they're doing that's been successful, take it in, move it around a little bit and do it yourself. You can learn from absolutely everybody at these shows. I see people sometimes when there's a seminar speaker up on the stage talking about this, talking about that, and someone walks out of the back, and I've heard him literally say, I'm better now. I know better. No. You may have 20, 30 years in this. You may be running a a big operation, but there's there's always a bigger cat out there. There's always someone doing better, and there's always a way you can improve off anybody. And that's so important. Every presentation, I think, that's happened this week, and and certainly that happens at our conference and at BPM you do, you can always take something a you, nugget yeah 
even if most of what you hear you've heard before and it's um, reminding you, there'll always be something, some idea, some little thing that you've never heard before yeah, that you can put into you place. You bring back that idea and say you have a $1,000, $2,000 investment in going to one of these shows, which is highball by the time it'll come down. If you make an investment like that and improve 5% of your business, you got it back in a year. Yeah, It's not that hard to get and learn something from anybody. And so finally, Ryan... Probably speaking more about the the conference side of it than the DJing. Why do you, after all this time, do what you do? I love it just in general. I love the interaction with everybody. And I love what the industry has been able to do for me and my family. I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy what I do. Yes, there's headaches. Yes, there's stressful times. Yes, it's broken me sometimes. Okay. But in general, I don't know what I would be like if I wasn't doing this full time. If I wasn't rolling with the lifestyle i have it allows me for instance this summer i work about half time during the summer when the conference is going yeah i have some more admission to work off of off the cruise but so what i love being self-employed i love being in charge of my own destiny and i love everything about it i mean there's there's nothing better yeah bumps you'll live it's not a perfect world but enjoy what you do if you're not enjoying this dj business if it's become a chore to you Try sticking out a little bit longer. Try to tweak it a little bit. Otherwise, get out of it. Find something you, else. That you find do something else. Doing. I went to college for radio advertising sales. After I'd done the radio DJ thing, a little bit of mobile DJ, I thought I would do radio advertising sales. I got out of it did it for one month. I hated it. So I had to be a pushy salesperson. Advertising people often have to be rather forward with their sales. Makes reminds me of a used car salesman around here to a degree. <laughs> and I was selling for a station I didn't believe in because I couldn't get on the stations I used to work at because they had no openings in the sales department. I hated it. Then I went on. I did IT work. I did some other stuff for a couple of years, and I created ProDJ because I loved it. I got to stay home, bring up my kids in the house, and I enjoyed it tremendously. Fantastic. Ryan, thank you so much for spending some time with me on this uh, this day when you're so busy with the conference. Really oh, this allowed me it. to sit down. I love it. I love it. <laughs> thank you, Ryan. <laughs>